Hi, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk. My name is Alex Anders and I am a best-selling bisexual romance author and one of the creators of Fluid Style Co., a clothing company created for bisexuals. Bisexual Real Talk is a show where each week I talk about the latest developments, studies, and strides made by the bisexual community. Sometimes I'll talk about what's going right, other times I'll talk about what's going wrong. But always you'll feel empowered and like you found the place where you belong. And if this podcast ever sounds like a YouTube channel, that's because it is. You can always check out Bisexual Real Talk on YouTube and join the conversation in the comments section there. Until then, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk, and let's talk about bisexuality. Hi. Am I back? Is this me officially being back? Like, is this for real? It isn't. I just happen to be doing a video for my other channel, the, you know, my other channel, the Bisexual Romance Author Vlog channel. And I was about to reference a study, a study that when I saw it a couple of months ago, it was like, it blew my mind. And I thought, this is the reason why I created Bisexual Real Talk. And too bad I don't have that channel anymore. And I was about to just reference it on the other channel, but I was like, no, no, I gotta do more. I actually need to talk about this study because it, it is mind blowing. And you guys have to hear this because it is important. And what study is that? It is a study done in Australia involving 2,600 bisexuals. And uh, the results were kind of shocking. So, okay, so here's the thing. In 2016-2017, uh, a group did a study involved 2,600 bisexuals in Australia um, and on their mental health. And it, they tried to deduce, in the end, why it was that bisexuals are unhappy um, and if they are unhappy. And the result is, A, they are unhappy, and B, they might know why. So what did the study show? The study shows that 58% of bisexuals, 58% of people who identify as bisexual, report having high or very high psychological distresses and having histories of anxiety, depression, and eating disorders. 58%. 58%. That is hugely high. And then on top of that, almost half of respondents disclosed self-harm or thoughts of suicide in just the last two years. Are you kidding me? That's almost half of the bisexual population in Australia have thought about suicide or have disclosed self-harm. That's crazy. And even more crazy than that is that 78% of all bisexuals um, who took this study have thought about suicide, 78%, and even more crazy than that. And this blew my mind. 28% of everyone who identifies bisexual on this study attempted suicide. Let, let me say that again. 28%, which is more than a quarter, of all bisexuals who took this study had attempted suicide. And you might be going, well, that's a crazy high number, but how does that compare? And that's a good question. Amongst the normal population, the, the, just the average population, it's 3%, it's 3.3%. But yet in the bisexual population, 28%, eight times higher, attempted, not thought about, 
attempted. Crazy. The reason why I started this channel was because a couple years ago, four years ago, whatever, I was listening to someone give a talk, uh, Faith, a friend, Faith, a friend of mine. And she mentioned that in the United States, that uh, bisexuals think about and commit suicide at a rate three times higher than that of gay and lesbians and eight times higher than straight people. And I did this channel and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a channel so that it could bring down that suicide rate by putting something out there where people can look at it and go, you know what? I feel better about being bisexual and hence maybe bring down the suicide rate. But yet, here it is, 2017, 2016, 17, and yet it's still as high as it was. Now, I'm hoping that today it might be slightly lower than that because a couple years have passed. But still, eight times higher, people have attempted suicide. So the great thing about this study, though, not, not only does it bring to light some crazy things, but the great thing about this study is they also have an idea of why, because they asked other health questions along with it. And then people have theorized as to why these numbers are so big. And they have two uh, things that have stood out, um, which is kind of counter to what a lot of people thought as to why the mental health outcomes, like 58% of bisexuals have higher, very high levels of, of psychological distress. You know, so there are two things. The first thing is, uh, basically the answer to this question and you answer this question and you know this will tell you something about yourself do you feel that your sexuality is bad or wrong do you feel that your sexuality is bad or wrong and do you wish you could make your bisexuality go away those two questions those two questions will determine basically your health outcome. If you answer that uh, you feel that your sexuality is bad or wrong, or if you answer that you wish your bisexuality would go away, you are more likely to have uh, depression. You're more likely to have um, anxiety and have an eating disorder and to think about suicide and to attempt suicide. Crazy, right? And here's the other thing that they thought um, they call that biphobia. I refer to biphobia as something uh, different, but that's what they refer to as biphobia. So if you, according to them, have internalized biphobia, then you are more likely to have really bad health outcomes. And the second thing they suggested was that, <laughs> this, is, this is interesting, if you are in a heterosexual relationship, and especially if that person that you're in a relationship with is not accepting of your bisexuality, that is the highest, the highest determinant of whether or not you have poor sexual uh, psychological distress. That is, whether or not you are in a heterosexual relationship. And they define a heterosexual relationship as just being in a relationship with someone of a different gender than you. Basically, this study only looked at cisgendered people. So if you were, you know, born male or born female and you still identify as, or you were identified as that as birth and you still identify that now and you are in a relationship with someone of, in this case, the opposite gender, then you are in a heterosexual relationship. And that is the highest, like the highest correlation is between being in a heterosexual relationship and psychological distress as a bisexual. Right? Right? 
right? And it's not, they're not even saying that if the person is supportive, they're just saying that if you are in a heterosexual relationship, then the likelihood is a lot higher that you will have psychological distress. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push back on that just a tad bit. Uh, and I'm going to say that it's more about having the accepting partner. Now, granted, granted, they say, okay, I have always been pushing since the beginning of this channel that bisexuals should be in relationships with other bisexuals because they are more likely to understand what you're going through. They are more likely to be supportive. So in this case, yes, maybe if you can find a straight partner who is, um, who is extremely supportive of your bisexuality, then wonderful. But if you can't, find someone who's bisexual because they're more likely to be supportive of you. They're not a guarantee, but they're more likely you to. But in either case, if you are in a heterosexual relationship, you are. And the reason why they theorize this and from the questions they asked is because of the invisibility that comes whenever you are in a relationship with someone who's the, who's the opposite gender. Because everyone just assumes, like, everyone assumes that you're straight if you are in a relationship with the opposite gender. And apparently, just being in that scenario where people look at you and go, oh, this person's straight, and then you have to constantly correct that, and you have to, like, think about having correct that, that causes you a lot of psychological distress. So just being in an opposite-gendered relationship is one of the causes of you having a lot of stress. Now, there is a way that you could be visibly bisexual all the time. That would probably diminish your psychological stress a lot. I'll probably diminish the psychological stress of bisexuals a lot. And funny thing, I didn't have that clothing company idea that where people can brand themselves with clothing as being bisexual. Maybe well, I'll try that sometime in the future. But yes, that is what they found. Isn't that just crazy? And, and some of the things, some of the learnings they got from it, and this is kind of also a little crazy, and this is something I didn't expect, but it, it mattered not at all whether or not you had friends and peers who were LGBTQIA. It didn't matter. The thing that mattered most was the partner that you were with. So even if, if your partner was not supportive of your bisexuality, you could have all the bisexual friends, not bisexual, LGBT friends in the world, and it wouldn't make a difference. That's, that's surprising. Now, again, the people who were looking at this study looked at LGBT friends, not specifically bisexual friends. So if you are a bisexual and you have gay friends, that might not do much for you. All, but there's nothing that says... Nowhere in the study says that having specifically bisexual friends won't do a lot for you because Lord knows when I started having bisexual friends, it made a huge difference. So I'm going to push back on that a little bit simply because LGBT does not mean bisexual and more likely you are if you're, you know, in Australia in some small town, more likely you're going to have gay friends than you are bisexual friends, even though, you know, those friends might actually be bisexual. The fact they're identifying as gay might be a difference. So, but that was an interesting thing. So if you are like a psychologist or something, or you're trying to help some bisexual, just pushing them to be a part of the LGBT community does not help. What helps is helping their internalized biphobia and to, for them to have a partner that is supportive of their bisexuality. That is what helped. Now, granted, this is not a perfect study. I like to refer to the CDC study. That was a really, really well done study. This one is really, it's done, it's a good study. It's definitely a good study, but there were some flaws, and I just want to bring this up really quickly. Um, it's possible, 
it's possible that the people who were questioned, like it's a biased sample group. It is possible that, um, okay, here's an interesting thing. There was a previous study done a couple of years ago that said that bisexuals don't exist. It said that bisexuals don't exist, and it was based on, I think I know the person who did this. At least I know I'm a friend of the person who did it. They like tied instruments to people's genitalia and then exposed them to uh, like naked images of people of different genders. And the people in the study did not have a reaction to both genders. They only had reaction to one gender. And, and then the study was repeated at like a couple years later, and they found the opposite result. And they decided the reason why this is the case is because there's a difference between people who identify as bisexual and there's a difference of people who are like have an attraction to both genders. The study assumed that the people who identify as bisexual, specifically male, have a higher likelihood to have an attraction towards the same gender. So it's like if you identify as bisexual as a male, you are more likely to sexually be attracted to men. So that if you are in a heterosexual relationship in this case, and you are male identifying as bisexual, then you are not necessarily going to be happy with your relationship because you, in your heart, would prefer to be, have, be having sex with a man. Now, that's one possible theory of what could happen, but honestly, I don't believe that so much because bisexuals, as a group, like, I mean, just human beings as a group, relationships in general, aren't just about sex. Like, there's, there's a lot more, for a lot of people, sex kind of dies down and almost goes away over time. So there has to be some, um, there has to be something else. Like, you can't just constantly be wanting to have sex with someone else. I mean, I'm sure if a heterosexual person constantly wants, like, after a certain point, constantly wants to have sex with someone else too, but they're not feeling the same distresses. No, so I have to assume that, the, that it has more to do with how supportive the relationship is than whether or not, um, like, you know, the people who, who were answered to the study are more likely to, you know, because they're male, be bisexual, more attracted to men. So I'm going to push back on that, but it's something that was interesting and I wanted to bring up. And also, um, there's also a possibility that uh, people who have biphobia, like people who hate themselves for being bisexual, like actual biphobia, um, might be more likely to choose partners that that have a disliking for bisexuals as well. And because these people hate themselves as being bisexual and think that they're getting what they deserve sort of thing, they're less likely to get out of relationships that are unhealthy. Now that, that I can kind of agree with. That's, that's probably some, there's probably some of that going on too. But this is the study and I had to talk about it. So ask yourself this, like, how do you feel, do you feel that your bisexuality is bad or wrong? And do you wish your bisexuality go away? If you say those two things, man, you really, really need to distress that. Because if you also have anxiety, if you also have depression, if you also have like eating disorders and stuff like that, that could be very much at the, at the heart of the reason why. If you have suicidal thoughts, if you've attempted it, that could be very clearly why. And if you are in a relationship, and I know a lot of you are, a relationship, a heterosexual relationship, and on top of it being a heterosexual relationship, your partner isn't completely supportive of you being a bisexual, man, you have serious problems. So if those two things apply to you, do whatever you can to fix it because those things are bad for your mental health. And uh, that could be the reason why bisexuals have the problems that they do. How interesting is that? So I'm on my next channel now. I'm going to go and do a video about how this affected me. I'm going to reference it. Uh, and I figured out like how the two channels will differ now. 
This channel will be about when I talk about general bisexual stuff, like learnings, like how, um, like how to type stuff and like studies type stuff, like stuff that general bisexual would be interested in. And my other channel will be talking about my personal experiences as a bisexual and my personal experiences as an author. So now I'm gonna go and do the other video about my personal experiences as a bisexual and <laughs> a, really, a recent experience I had like looking for other bisexuals. Uh, and I'll do it over there. And oh, if you uh, like the channel, please um, like the video and subscribe. Liking the video apparently does a lot of help. So if, if you would like to like it, then that would help me a great deal. Also, if you want to check out my uh, t-shirts on Amazon, this is still one of the best-selling bisexual t-shirts on Amazon. It's amazing. Um, and also I have my bisexual bell pins and I have my bisexual romance books, including my new book called Aladdin's Jasmine. Uh, please check those out. And until the next video, Stay cooler, my bisexual friends. Stay cooler. <laughs> Bye. If you would like to support this podcast or just pick up some really cool bisexual merchandise, you can check out my bisexual romances on Amazon. I write under the pen name A. Anders. You can check out my bisexual t-shirts on Amazon by searching for the company Bisexual Real Talk. And you can go to Fluid Style Co.'s website at www.fluidstyleco.com. There you'll find plaid flannels for women and plaid dress shirts for men, all in the pride flag colors, specifically the bisexual, queer, asexual, and sexually fluid flag colors. Please support the channel and check it out. Until the next podcast, stay cooler, my bisexual friend. Stay cooler. Bye.